Please listen carefully. And now, live from the attic that smells like a basement in McKinney, Texas, it's the Assuming Positions Podcast, featuring two guys high-fiving with words, Kevin and Mikey. Hey everybody, welcome to the Assuming Positions Podcast. Kevin over here. And Mikey over here. Merry Christmas time, holiday time. Happy Kwanzaa holiday. time, festivus time. Festivus for the rest of us. time, everybody. Is, is that like old man greetings that you're giving us? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I'm listing off uh, all the holidays that I know. Scott is over there in the booth because uh, we just, we're about to have our uh, Christmas party. That's it. Good to be with you. Positions. The office Christmas party it is a thing. <laughs> yeah. Kind of weird with four people, but you know, hey, that's, that's how it goes sometimes. Well, someone is still going to be photocopying their bum. But it God is. God willing. I got a safety wipe, so. Yeah, there okay. you go. See? Uh, yeah. And tis the season. You got to bring your friends with uh, close to you. So bring your friends and loved ones around and have silly chats like the one we're about to have. Yeah. I guess this is our Christmas special. So <laughs> we do one every year. I think last year we did uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. The, yeah, we the, talked about it. Uh, that was a fun one. Is there another one of those coming out this year? I don't. I think that was a one and done, just to uh, sort of as a holdover. I watched for, it the other night to kind of launch my Christmas. Spirit. Yeah, yeah. Those song, that, that old '97 song is on my I don't playlist know now. What Christmas is but Christmas time is here. Woo! Yeah, we're doing yeah. that song next. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, for what are we doing for our Christmas special? Well, uh, people like our builders, so we decided to. Build a Christmas. Build a Christmas. Build a Christmas. Ho ho ho! What what do you have to have if you're going to build a Christmas? Well, what do you have to have? We decided we were going to pick our favorite reindeer. Yes. Elf. Yes. And Santa, Santa Claus. Chris Kringle. There are many things that go into a Christmas. We're not picking gingerbread houses. We're not picking best presents, but. In order to have a key Christmas, you do need Santa, a rain, uh, an elf, and a reindeer. We do, yeah. Just with all our regular builders, same rules apply. We're going to go <laughs> through media and fandom and fiction and movies and television shows, and we're going to pick our favorites of each of these categories that go in our ultimate Christmas package. Yes. And since there's three of us, Scott wanted to get on on this, and he's here for the Christmas party anyway. Mm-hmm. That's um, right. As opposed to doing our like top three to the one, we're each just gonna go ahead and pick our ones. Yes, and we might talk about it. We might have a, like a bonus character at the end too. Maybe I think we shall see. We'll see how. Don't know if we'll have enough time. Yeah, we'll see if we have enough time Wait before Santa gets here with his pe- with All our right. pizza. Yeah, Santa gets here with the pizza, Christmas pizza. Oh, what would be on a Christmas pizza? Save it for the end. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, so, what do you guys want to start with? I think we should save the big man till last, like the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. That that is his due. He is yeah. the boss. That that's a good ender. But are we starting reindeer? Or starting hey, elf? What do you feel with Scotty? reindeer? Or you want to start with elf? His trusty sidekick. Or Noble Steed. Noble Steed. I would think we would work, start at the bottom and work up. I think okay. Reindeer would be would okay. be at the bottom of... Or the, the front, right? technically. It is the front. front. It's true. Front to the, the side man to the guy driving. Yeah. That's All how it right. works out. 
So we're yeah. pick our favorite reindeer. Hey, favorite reindeer. I like it. Quick tangent though: is yeah. steed is it only a rideable thing, or can it still be a steed if it is in fact Rudolph at the front? You can front ride of it? on a reindeer. No, but I'm saying like I, I think a steed is a horse specifically, isn't it? Specifically, I thought it was just like a mount, like a steed. Okay, mm. sent from me to go look. I don't know. That's a good question, Mikey. I threw myself off. Well, you well, didn't throw himself. You did ask someone with an English major degree that question. It's very true. <laughs> but it's I don't true. think you were never a four H ag kid. So, no, okay. No, yeah. But I, I do believe a steed is <laughs> is a horse equestrian. Right? I always Ooh. thought of it just like as a like even if you like it in labyrinth when the dog rides the other dog. It's that's his steed. He labyrinth. Labyrinth. There was a dog riding another dog in Labyrinth? Or the fox riding the dog? The little fox puppet. Oh, I thought you were watching watching something totally different. (laughs) That's when you got to get the hose out. That dog riding that other dog, Dad, get the hose. That is is not... I totally was with you on that, Mike. Okay, yeah, I got iron on. Yeah, I did not need a hose. He called it my his, interpretation of what you're I didn't saying. know that. I, Kevin. I never saw that guy as a dog. That little night guy. He's a fox, I think. I, I he had like I, some, he was an animal of some sort, but he, just, and he was okay. ironic right. that he was riding another animal. I saw him as a creature of some sort. Okay. But I already threw us off. I'll, if you know what a steed is, please inform me and do us all a favor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, yeah. So we'll start off with reindeer. I like it. Who's going first, though? That's the other question. Usually we flip a coin and you win. That's it. But but what are we flipping this time? Scotty's here. Also, I I believe I believe guests go first. Oh. at least on this first round. I like it. So you know, I'll be honest with you guys. I struggle with this one a little bit. There are a lot of great reindeers, and and I think well, what we're going for is you can't just be like Rudolph. You want a yeah. representation of a specific right. kind I mean, of Rudolph, there's right? Lots of there's Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Donner, Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen. But if you, oh sorry, yeah, no, go ahead, no, we're Rudolph, too. Rudolph, too. yeah. So Rudolph, right? I think Rudolph is kind of the de facto reindeer, yeah. but I was the one that I always today. found Rudolph overrated. Yeah, <laughs> and not always included on every depiction of Well, that's because reindeer. he was later. The original ones were the original eight. Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cuban, Donder, and Blitzen. <laughs> you want to you go and get into that? I know this is something really passionate that you're that I think you we've have. mentioned this before on the podcast, but it is funny when it comes it before up. on the podcast. They, so. One of them got to keep his German name, and the other one, his name changed from Thunder... It's Don, Donder and Blitzen is Thunder and Lightning in German. Donder and Blitzen. So Blitzen got to keep his name, but for some reason, Donder changed to Donner at some point. And e- that, now, easier in the rhyme, I guess. We don't need that many Ds in English, man. <laughs> well, I know, but now like... Germans put a lot of extra I mean, consonants it just in makes there. me think of the Donner party, and who wants that? Not around Christmas time. Yeah. You want to eat, but you want to eat better. <laughs> You want to so, eat ham and yeah, turkey, not long so, pig and chestnuts. Yes. So you don't want to. You get friends. a little under the collar hot when Donner is saying, as well, opposed to I think, Donder. Yeah, I like it. I like his name being Thunder. He's Listen, an ancient beast. He deserves proper respect. He's yes. a mythological. Kevin, deity. what if what if he wanted to change his name? Oh, are you saying? Are that, you? Are uh, you? Are you dead naming? <laughs> I'm dead. Are you dead naming? I'm dead naming the Donner. reindeer. Oh sure. well, I'm sorry. I you guess just I'm think not, you know. Yeah. Think this through because he's, he's a new reindeer. That's very unkind I for understand. those kind of things. I understand. No, you're respecting the the lore that is yeah. the mythical reindeer of Christmas time. If you're if you're walking around with named Thunder and then people just wanted to call you th- the Tim 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 Sorcerer Tim. Oh, you mean if you move to another country? Yeah. And then 
you wanted a more native sounding name. They should then should have been Thunder. Would. His name's Thunder. Yeah, that'd be th- Thunder and Blitzen. That'd be awesome in the rhyme. Or if they were just Thunder and Lightning. Dasher and Dancer and yeah, Prancer and that. Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Thunder, Thunder and, and Lightning. Oh, God, it does work. <laughs> That's Action Christmas all day long, though. <laughs> all right. Action Christmas, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. Let's make it a thing. But before <laughs> that thing, I went looking for things on the internet about Rudolph, everyone's favorite reindeer. Yeah. You know? yeah. And I found... Except for Kevin, he doesn't like it. Yeah, I found a... Little known animated short by Ritzy Studios out of London mm. called Red, subtitled Oh Dear. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it uh, portrays the reindeer that pulls Santa's sleigh as like this kind of a sports league of which Rudolph used to be a big player in the pulling the sleigh games, I guess. Um, and he's fallen on hard times, man. <laughs> he really started chasing the dough. He started really the booze. The dough. The dough. Smoking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, full disclosure, that came from their website. Oh, so, okay. you know, that was... Okay. Yeah, he's chasing the dough, he's smoking was, the bucks, yeah. That's a, smoking the bucks, that's Caribou right. whiskey. So what I'm actually referring to is a very charming little two and a half minute, three minute short uh, from Mitzi Studios. Go look for it on YouTube. It's a lot of fun. Uh, there is like super buffed out Rudolph... <laughs> think uh think uh sports star meets reindeer. Yeah, big old um, John Cena type. And uh what I learned and kind of looking into Ritzy Studios, this was like their very first thing. They were like, hey, this is our company, this is what oh. we do. This is the kind of animation that we can pull off. Since then, they've got a whole bunch of credits in all different kinds of styles. I believe As graphic it. designer guys, check out that website I sent you because mm-hmm. they're they got all different kind of stuff going on. Yeah, I didn't but, know about Red until you sent us the link, but it's a good two minutes, man. It That's is. Fun. It is. So, you know, it, it tells a whole lot of story in a very short period of time. Rudolph decides after seeing a documentary on his wasted career that he's going to make a comeback. He goes full Rocky Balboa training style. Mm-hmm. Montage. He's, he's dragging boulders up hills. He's running through the tires. He's doing leg presses with barrels. All kinds of just... Wonderful little homage to uh, to Rocky and I totally other. Thought, I totally thought that was Captain America in the woods routine. Could I think, be a Captain America in the woods, but absolutely. That, but that probably means that Falcon or Captain America ripped off Rocky. Oh, of course, yeah, of course. But that now, is a great montage. Uh, I would uh, finish my review of of Red Oh Dear uh, with saying, "Hey, maybe not for the kids. This is probably a, a PG thirteen <laughs> kind oh, of well, a thing. That's fine um, yeah, yeah. because he's he's an angry deer." Sometimes <laughs> he's an angry deer. Angry deer. He's so, getting his mojo back. He's just getting in the game. That's yeah. right. I choose for my Christmas spectacular buffed out reindeer. red. I like it. Oh yeah, he does call himself red. The buffed out reindeer. The buffed out reindeer. <laughs> I love it. No, and I'm a huge fan of those. You get to they pop up and they go viral every once in a while. But when you see the the reels that smaller studios are putting together to sort of pitch animation to the bigger guys. And it's usually something like this where it's a Christmas thing and it's Rudolph that everybody knows, but it's it's nerds having fun with it. It's like, it's like what if Rudolph was a washed up sports star and he had to get back in the game? That's hilarious. Just on premise alone. And they do a real good job delivering. Mm-hmm. You absolutely nailed it. And and they've got, they do uh, trailers and they do video game stuff and just all kinds of 3D artwork. So anyway, check them out. It was a little internet rabbit hole I fell down to. Or was it a reindeer hole? <laughs> 
Oh, no, it wasn't a reindeer hole. That sounds weird. If, if it was a reindeer hole for that for red, it'd have to be a huge one. Mm-hmm. It was. He is a giant reindeer. He but is. that's he's dependable, and he knows how to get back, get back in shape, so... It's a good call for saving Christmas. <laughs> I don't know if that's what we're doing for our build of Christmas, but that was kind of for what yours. I was, for yours, yeah, saving I, Christmas, pretty much. That's what, what, that was my thinking. What reindeer is saving your Christmas, Mikey? <laughs> uh, it's funny just because we set it up like this because uh, he tries to save Christmas. Mm. Uh, I went with Rudolph. I was with Scotty. I went with a star. You know which version of Rudolph? There's so many though. I know. I went with Rudy Duncan. Of course, Rudy, short for Rudolph. Yeah. But they never make allusions to it. And you probably, that's not a name you would recognize, no, but I you don't. recognize the name Ben Affleck. Yes. In the movie Reindeer Games. Wait, what? I'm, I'm picking Rudy, who's Rudolph, in the movie Reindeer Games. So I'm picking Wait, Rudolph from Reindeer Games. You're picking Ben Affleck? I am picking Ben Affleck to lead my sleigh. He's not a reindeer. I, what? I must admit, Reindeer Games is a bit of a blind spot for me. Kevin, oh. what's your experience with the movie Reindeer Games? I've heard of it. Likewise. I saw a poster. Yeah. Yeah. It had Ben Affleck on it, didn't it? I thought... It has a really cool poster. I thought, yeah, I like Matt Damon better. <laughs> I prefer his apples. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I prefer his apples. I prefer I like his apples. I, I don't... Like I, I really don't think I've seen anything... With Ben Affleck in it that didn't have Matt Damon in it, too? Oh, you saw Batman. Uh, all oh, the, the, that's uh, true. Donna Justice stuff. That's Matt Damon true. was hiding out in the background. That's true. Like but Jimmy Kimmel yeah, style. That's true. That's true. So it's out that's there. True. Okay, I guess I lied. But so so tell but us about reindeer games and do we need to do we need to do an yeah, assumption do we, on do, reindeer? Yeah, games? do we need to see reindeer games? This might be a future thing because I thought I, I knew it was not really well known. It is a cult hit. And yeah. I, I say the word hit loosely because to tell you about it, uh, it's a terrible movie. Uh, okay. This, this is not a good movie, but it is one of those terrible movies that elevates into moments of greatness. Is this post or pre-Yiggly, Jiggly, Giggly? Uh, How do you say that horrible movie? Gigli with, yes, the, the ultimate bomb yeah. before Glitter came along. With Benifer? Uh I think this would be right before. Right before? Yeah. Okay. Because, yeah, I don't think this was after, but I think it was in that time frame. Mm-hmm. But this is a movie that's excellent in the same way that Con Air is excellent. Okay. This is a movie that is a Christmas movie in the same way that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Okay. Con Air, Die Die Hard. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. It is. Reindeer Games is a Christmas movie. Takes place on Christmas, and the main character's name is Rudy because he actually, it's a joke that his name is Rudolph. Like the reindeer. Okay. So I picked a Rudolph the reindeer. I picked a human version of Rudolph. From Reindeer Games. Because I want a very liberal interpretation of wow. the Christmas crew that we're supposed to be assembling. On my show where the rules are made up by me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so so tell us about Rudy Duncan. Yeah, yeah, so, what does he bring to the table? Here's no, here's what he brings a great thing to the table. And it's a, a chance for me to highlight Reindeer Games, especially since I'm the only one at this table that had seen it. I thought <laughs> yeah, I've never seen the movie before. I, the poster's awesome. It's got yeah, Ben Affleck in profile, like you were talking about. Um, but it's got Ben Affleck, it's got Charlie's Throne, it's got Lieutenant Dan, Gary Sinise, uh, it's got Dennis okay. Farina, uh, James right. Frain, Donald Logue, Danny Trejo makes an appearance in there. Okay. So a lot of great people. Let me guess, there. Danny Trejo's playing a former con or ex-gang member? Uh, current gang member. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> 
but as the side sort of muscle scary uh, you, guy. You, you had current gang member on the Danny Trejo bingo card, didn't you? <laughs> okay, so then go this one. Okay, Danny Trejo is playing the current gang member. What is uh, Ben Affleck playing then as the, the, the charming face of this movie? An undercover cop. <laughs> He's retired and trying to stay out of the game. Yeah. He's the ex-con that ex- gets dragged uh, back into a job. I called it. Yeah. yeah. You did. Yeah. And he has to... He, <laughs> I haven't he, even seen the movie. That's what you're getting. Because you're getting something you know works. You're getting the formula. I, you know. Con air. Oh, is it about an airplane full of convicts? Yeah, you nailed it. Good job. We're in the same territory. <laughs> And it's got okay, a 2000, apparently, yeah. so yeah. the internet tells me, which, oh, is, wow. which is really prime, Charlie's there on. 104 minutes, so a little oh. bit longer than perfect movie time, but still well within acceptable ballpark. You're not even close to the two-hour mark. Um, but it's a case of, it's Twelfth Night, it's Shakespeare. you got mistaken identity. <laughs> what? So Ben Affleck starts out in prison because he's a con, right? But he's getting out, he's reformed. Uh, and while he was in prison, his cellmate gets killed protecting him. So, in a weird sort of ex-con Golden Heart movie, decides to take over his roommate, his cellmate's identity, and become this dude. But this dude was a bad dude, and now he gets caught up in Gary Sinise is the gang leader, uh, leading Danny Trejo and Donald Logue, who is another character actor that's awesome. But you guys have seen Airheads with Steve Buscemi, Brendan Fraser, where they take over the radio station. Oh, yeah. yes. Uh, Gary Sinise basically looks like Steve Buscemi's character. It's the same sort of getup. So he's this trying to be this badass gang leader, but it's Lieutenant Dan from Forrest Gump trying to be mean. And you're like, I don't believe it. I, you have your sea legs. You can't be mean. <laughs> but yeah, it's Gary Sinise, and he makes Ben Affleck. Uh, they help help his gang rob a casino on Christmas night. Oh, so. I thought he was going to make him pull a sleigh. Nope. It, he has to pull one last job uh, during Christmas to make sure that everybody stays alive and everybody gets their money. Um, and he comes through, but he doesn't let the bad guys win. And I don't want to give away the movie because you have to go watch it. It is a good time, I promise. If you like die, if you if you are a person that thinks Die Hard is a Christmas movie, then Reindeer Games is absolutely. He's like, a he's Christmas like movie. putting this up there with like Shakespeare and really Die is. Hard, he is, and he has drawn some. Uh, I stand uh, behind haughty- it company wow. with, uh, with this one. So. I stand behind it. Also, the first statement I said was this is a terrible movie, so you get to pick which which statement I made that you align with. I'm playing both sides, so I come out on top. <laughs> you are playing both sides. Um, but it's Ben mm. Affleck. He's the hero. He's the suave <laughs> hero. He saves the day, and he's Rudolph, and that's a funny reindeer to be like, yo, Affleck, pull my slid. <laughs> Rudy from Reindeer Games. Yeah, yeah. Rudolph the reindeer. I don't even know what's happening anymore. All right, Kevin. Pull, pull this reindeer train out of the ditch. Yep. <laughs> Fix it. Who is your quintessential reindeer Oh my that goodness. you're going to have on the Kevin Christmas uh, Spectacular? I got tears in my eyes from the ridiculousness of that choice. Oh. I, <laughs> Mission accomplished, fist bump. Uh, uh, so for my reindeer, I picked, well, I, I don't know. I was like looking around for like four-legged antlered like mammals. You were following it, the rules. It seems like so easy to come up with, but yeah. when you're like, all right, let's differentiate which is my favorite reindeer. My favorite reindeer do do it? isn't even a Christmas reindeer, but he kind of is a Christmas reindeer because I've seen him in decorations now. So it's I picked Sven from Frozen. Yes. He's the reindeer from the hit 
Pixar was or Disney? Was that Disney? Pixar? I believe Frozen was Disney, yes. That was a Disney movie, not a Pixar movie. It is a Disney movie. I get so confused. Do you want to build a snowman? Once Disney started doing like computer animation. Oh, that's what it is. If it has songs in it, it's Disney. If it doesn't have songs. Well, but your friend in me is a song. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) This podcast is now just Kevin's. He's arguing with himself. (laughs) I can't contribute. I, and I think I may have mentioned this. I may have mentioned this in panels. I don't know if this is on a podcast per se, but an easy way to remember that Frozen is Disney is the conspiracy theory that Disney created Frozen specifically so that web searches for Walt Disney being Frozen would lead to the results for the movie and not the creator being cryogenically frozen. Thank you. Cryogenically yes. frozen. My brain got cryogenically <laughs> frozen there for a second. Which that is a tremendous like retro engineering reason for that's the but it funny. makes sense that's and really funny. just serves to remind us that all Walt Disney had his head frozen but you can't find out now about it because you get results for the movie Frozen mm-hmm. so Frozen came out in a time when my kids were the appropriate age for a Frozen and it was one of the movies and Scott can back me up on this for sure you take your kids to a kids movie and you're crossing your fingers that you're not going to want to like poke your eyes out with Twizzlers, you know? Yes, and yes, just... because going to the movies, number one, you we all love movies and you want to instill in your yeah, children yeah. a love of movies. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, that's like two hours where your kid's right. just going to be quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would say... I, if it's a good movie. If it's a good movie, I right? would say Frozen is a good movie. I think all the hype and is, is earned and it's done well. It's the storytelling done well. Yeah, yeah. It's the Ice Queen... Old story. They took the Ice Queen story and made it into a movie. And they do a great job of it. But we're not talking about Frozen. Everyone knows Elsa and Anna and the whole story. But there's, you know. Let it go. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You had to do it, didn't you? That was great. That was great. But I come from this at a a funny angle, too, because one of my sons played Kristoff in Frozen Junior, the musical, on stage. Kristoff's best buddy is Fenn. You know, and it's delightful to hear your own kids sing Rangers are better than people. And mean it. say that it's true. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and, you know, there's a kid up there dressed like a reindeer. Hilarious. But, I mean, you got to love Sven is like, Sven is like the Chewbacca of Frozen. Yes. He's, he's more of a dog than he is a reindeer. He acts like a dog. Agreed. Just like Chewie is Han's sidekick dog. Mm-hmm. And he's also he's also the conscience of Kristoff. Kristoff will come up with these cockamamie schemes and ideas, and Sven will look at him with that look like, "Come on, man." Yep. And he'll be like, "Yeah, you're right." His his silent moral partner, yeah, the, yeah. The, his little wise horse guru, <laughs> oh, reindeer guru. Sorry. Yeah. By the way, you know, no one uses the word cockamamie anymore, right? Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm, this well. this little hairbrained cockamamie. What would you say? I just use cockamamie. It's a great word. Just telling you. Okay, well, I'm bringing it back. Don't let it bring that back. Too. Tim, Timberlake brought sexy back. <laughs> Kevin's bringing cockamamie back. <laughs> ick, ick. You, I'm bringing cockamamie you back. You really want to be known as the guy who brought back <laughs> cockamamie. Yes, I'm bringing cockamamie back. I like it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, don't make Scotty make you lackadaisical. Be cockamamie all day long. Oh, man. But the, I, you just got to love having this. He's more powerful than your dog sidekick, though. Absolutely. He he can. He's super strong because he can pull that ice sleigh. He's already pulling a sleigh by himself. Mm-hmm. 
He's got that going on. Super sweet. Everyone loves the Sven. No one's got a bad thing to say about him. Anna falls in love with him before she falls in love with Kristoff, if that actually really happened or not. You can't really tell. They kind of keep that under the down low, you know? And then and then Sven and Olaf, they're like comedy team. Yeah, yeah. You know, Sven's like the straight man because he can't really say anything. But he and Olaf are having fun together, doing crazy things, having adventures. There's sequels and stuff where they're doing all kinds of goofy stuff. And he always wants to eat his nose, which is funny to me. I would say that's the stronger actor usually in that pairing is the 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 guy that has to be silent or is the quieter type but gets the the better beats. That's a good trope. Yeah, but I mean he's got that childlike innocence and a good spirit, but then he's like super brave. That's it. Like he ends up going. He, he's like the hero. He goes into that snowstorm. He doesn't care. Nope. I'm gonna save. I'm gonna save my friends. You know, I'm going for it. You can't stop me. He's like he goes into lassie mode. He's a dog. He's a dog in reindeer form. <laughs> You're exactly right. I think he is. The loyalty, the Chewbacca, I'm going to be there for my friends. Absolutely. I'll be honest with you, though. I I saw Frozen. Yeah, yeah. And I remember thinking he was just kind of there for comic comic relief. No. No, he he saved people. He went to that snowstorm and saved people. He does get get distracted like a dog and, like, decides to, like, lick a pole and gets his tongue stuck to it and stuff. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you know. He's an animal. But he's an animal, yeah. He's a dog. He's the dog. He's a big, dumb dog, but he's also brave, and he keeps Kristoff sane. No, he's he, best yeah, friend. He, yeah, he's definitely the guy that keeps him in check. The yeah. moral, yeah, the moral compass of the the, yeah. the companionship. So, I mean, he's got more personality than other than Rudolph, who's had many like stories and tales written mm-hmm. about him. Like the other reindeer, all of the other reindeer. <laughs> Wait, all, all of the other yeah. reindeer? No, that's a different. That's a different show. That's but such a good bit, though. Other than the the kind of little bit that's done in the Rankin and Bass Rudolph special, no one really focuses on what's going on with the other guys. They're not really that developed. That's it. Yeah, not. yeah. That so, was that was going to be my default pick. Other than Ben Affleck, that's why I went crazy because I figured everybody was going to pick the the clay, the stop motion Rudolph. Right. That's childhood classic. Sure. Right. And he's fleshed out and developed, and you know all about him, what's going on. And even in this two-minute thing that Scott watched, they fleshed out and developed that character. Yep. The, the only other... The reindeer- only time Donder ever gets any love is on this podcast, <laughs> yeah, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. You're right, you're right. The only other reindeer I could think of that had any anything I could talk about his personality was Sven. That's it. From Frozen. I like it. And like I said, on my street now, there's a giant inflatable Sven in someone's yard. So Nice. Hey. I think I that like, means you have to go be friends with that person. Yeah. Uh, honorable mention from Lady Not Scott goes to the reindeer animation on the front of Christmas Vacation. If y'all ah, remember, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a pretty funny. Yeah. They're up on the on the roof and all that. That was her favorite reindeers. Wasn't that the same guy that did Pink Panther stuff? Or am I getting that mixed? Was up? it? And I believe our awesome if it were. I believe our announcer Brad messaged in his is Rudolph. Of course, from the Rankin and Bass. That's right. Because how can you go wrong? That yeah. is like. When I close my eyes and think Rudolph, that is the visual that I. It get. is true, yeah. But I've maybe it's maybe it's that he was kind of the voice. I just I don't know. I'm special. Yeah. Let me be. Yeah. Let me be the hero. Yeah, he's a Mary Sue. It's fine. You can say it. Yeah, it's true. But apparently, like according to lore, he does get his cup comeuppance. But we don't see too much of that in the yeah the, the animation. Mm-hmm. It's true. But there was all of the other reindeer. <laughs> That was a cartoon, I believe, Drew Barrymore voice. I never saw that. All of the other reindeer. That's a fun. I love. That's she a pun was mean title. To Rudolph, that, though, right? Yeah, Olive. 
Yeah. All, all of the other reindeer used to laugh and call him names. Yeah, just, just that one reindeer. Just that one. She was real mean. <laughs> like, hey, shiny nose. I don't know. What would you call Rudolph as a as an insult? I don't think I've ever seen. I think I just saw like the commercial for that cartoon and went like, <laughs> never actually saw the cartoon. Yeah, because I'm kind of curious now. Is it like a, a redemption story where all of it's like really mean and then learns that's not what Christmas is about? Because it seems like that'd be compelling. Or is it just a jerk reindeer that's also compelling for yeah. a cartoon? <laughs> is it though? It could be. There are jerk reindeers in the Rankin and Bass one. Yeah. yeah. The only other one I almost thought about was Max from How the Rinse Stole Christmas. Yeah. Not actually a reindeer, but made to play one on TV. Mm. I don't know. He had the one thing tied on his head. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah. He usually always looks like it. Yeah. That, that is a dog who is a reindeer. Dog yeah, who is dog. also a reindeer. Loyalty yeah. there? It is. We all picked loyal people. Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to make it work. I'm trying to sell it more, <laughs> yeah, but so, we're moving on. I'm trying to sell it so hard. I'm so, surprised you weren't like, he has an Oscar. <laughs> But we are watching Reindeer Games directly like, after this podcast. Oscar was for screenwriting. Directly Mike. following this podcast. <sighs> All right. Well, uh, so, gentlemen, let's move on to our elf. Elf. Now, I started it last elf. time, so I think someone else should start There's this so time. many elves. Okay. There well, I'm flipping this elves. gingerbread man cookie, and I'm going first. Because, <laughs> okay. because I call heads, and it's only the gingerbread head because I ate his body. <laughs> Uh, but this one is, uh, I'll go first because I am being sincere on this one. Uh, and this is bringing up, this is, I'm picking an elf from the movie Santa Claus, the movie, mm-hmm. which is also Santa Claus, Mikey's Santa Claus, the movie. Yeah, we talked about Starring, that Starring uh, yeah. uh, uh, Dudley Moore, wasn't it? And that is the elf that I am picking, is Dudley Moore as Patch from uh, Santa Claus, yeah. the movie. Was it Santa Claus, the movie, or Christmas, the movie? No, it's, it's Santa Claus. It's the Santa movie. Claus the movie. Yeah. I remember they tried to make that like a really big thing back in the eighties, and yeah. it just wasn't. They, they, I, yeah, they really. I think this was some lane of trying to brand actual Santa Claus before they got into the whole Tim Allen thing, and like, yeah, it has a colon. It's official. It's Santa Claus colon the movie. It's like <laughs> we call the brand. We have trade trademark registered all of it. Copyright. It's our marquee. Um, but this is right in my wheelhouse. This is the Christmas movie that I grew up with. Mm-hmm. So Dudley Moore plays Patch, who is basically the head elf to this Santa in this world. So he already has the job. He is head elf. I pick him for my head elf, absolutely. But uh, what's interesting is just how with the Dudley Moore aspect of this character. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, does somebody else want to help me out in describing Dudley Moore for somebody that el- that may okay. not know him? Dudley Moore was a British comedian and actor popular in the 70s and 80s yeah, yeah. Um, who was known for kind of having a drunk act um, where he would like be kind yes. of like kind of <laughs> that, that, hey, uh, right? I would I would say like a British Martin Short, um, almost. Yeah, um, but he also was a he was a piano player. He was known yep. for playing the piano. Yeah, and acted a lot. I think I'm I'm not wrong in thinking he did stand up too, right? He was stage no, yeah, and yeah. screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He had a mo- uh, yeah. I think he even put out an album. Like I right. think he was just one of those right. guys that did a little bit of everything. Martin right. Short isn't too far off. Yeah, it's not too far off. Uh, there's a little bit of Mr. Bean in there just because of yeah. his yeah. physicality, the Britishness. But too. he also had that voice, which was always like three sheets to the wind. Yeah. Well, and his I think his iconic role was Arthur. Yeah. Arthur yeah. too on the rocks. Yeah. Uh, those are big players in my childhood, yeah. and he's basically. A drunkard. And it seems like, but a drunkard that seems like a an actor that's playing himself, you know, didn't have to Very much so. research too hard for that role. Mm-hmm. 
but then they take that and they try and bundle it into this family movie. You know, it is a, it is a PG movie, so they really didn't get too scandalous. But it was like an 80s PG. Yeah. And so their Dudley Moore just continues to act drunk, but it's like on eggnog or something. Like you never, <laughs> you never see him sipping on it, but he's always like that. The whole premise is is like Santa, I've got this crazy idea for Christmas, and he's going. Nuts. Oh, I want more of Mikey doing Dudley Moore. But yes, yeah, yes, so keep doing. You have to do all his lines. <laughs> I, if I remember him, it'll come up. But the premise is he builds this machine. He goes, Santa, build this machine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! I in wish your, everyone could see him. We're in your head about it now. I wish <laughs> you need to go back to what you were doing earlier. Everyone could see him flailing his arms hands, and hands around. There's wobbliness that goes with Dudley Moore. <laughs> I love um, it. But he builds this uh, magic Christmas <laughs> machine that he tries to sell to Santa, and it explodes. And, and it makes toys, right? Yeah. Only it makes crappy toys. Well, no, it makes good toys, but the machine like just is a catastrophic failure. Like it's a production land type thing, and it just it falls apart. Yeah, right like, before Christmas. Like they don't they return the toys? You just throw them back up the chimney, and that's they it. just magically return. That's it. Because the toys are crappy. Uh, there's a reason this is my favorite Christmas movie, is because there's a whole bunch of weirdness in here. But that is one of it. And so uh, Dudley Moore Patch is tasked with saving Christmas, but he he's magical, he's resourceful, and he makes the creepiest candy I think I've ever seen on screen in a movie. But he makes this candy that when you eat it, you get to fly a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it's, I think they call it Christmas spirit. Uh, but John Lithgow's in this movie. He plays the evil corporate overlord that tries to uh, monetize Christmas. So overplays it, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. We'll make Christmas better, and then we'll have two Christmases, one in June. Like, it's John Lithgow turned all the way up. Yeah. And playing, and like, he's he's already he's already <laughs> at ten most of the time. Yeah, so he he makes this John Lithgow goes to eleven. <laughs> it's a good Dudley, uh, but yeah. You know, so uh, Patch gets captured in order to you know make the company for this corporation and help them succeed. But he feels bad. He already ruined Christmas for Santa. Now he's ruining Christmas for the entire globe. And so, despite all that, he does end up coming up with the plan to save the day. You have to watch my favorite Christmas movie to go find out. But it's all mostly due to Patch. Or listen to our podcast from years back. If oh, it's yeah, still yeah, available. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we brought it up as a favorite Christmas movie. If they're not available, it's not because we're not trying. Oh, no. It just means they're secretly available. Yes. That's right. TBD. <laughs> Patch. But yeah, Dudley Moore, that, it, that's just foundational for me. The, the bed in that movie, that's what I talked about on the old podcast. One of the features of that movie that always sticks with me is Santa Claus's bed in that movie is this little like porthole thing, and then you crawl into it, and it's still a full-size bed, but it's like ship cabin almost. I don't know. It looks like it's the coziest bed I've ever seen, and I wish I had it. The longer we talk about this movie, the less I remember about it. It's so weird. But I remember seeing it. Yep. And then the... Because... Ma- the, the effects of this movie are very Wizard of Oz, so everything's like glittery, but also high contrast 80s. It's it's bizarre, but kind of explains a lot of things now far, as far as art, art brain of Mikey goes. Yes, it makes sense. <laughs> it's an odd movie. All right. Well, yeah. let, me, uh, let me go ahead and jump in here because Elf, Elf I didn't struggle too much with. There is, there, there really is, and, and I may be, uh, may be accused of thinking too inside the box here, but... <laughs> Legolas. A, a Legolas. No, it's a modern Christmas classic. Will Ferrell as the elf. Ah. 1998, 99? Yeah, yeah. You just you just can't go wrong with this movie. I think Kevin, you've talked about it before. This is yes. this is our kids. This is their It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, yes. It's one of the bestest. Christmas it's one movies. of the bestest. I I don't know how you can have a conversation about elves 
and not talk about Buddy. Yes. Hi, this is Buddy the Elf. What's your favorite color? Absolutely. Well, it's all of them. <laughs> so, yeah, my that is the elf on my team would be Buddy. Though he's not an elf. Is Wait, he a human? He's a human raised by elves. Well, Ooh. now, okay. I'm a human raised by humans. <laughs> what 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 is an elf though? What is an elf? What is well, an elf? I mean, is it is it genetic code? Okay, well, if, then you're right. right. Well, I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you because Santa Claus says that you're more of an elf than any elf I've than ever any known. Elf he's ever known. Yeah, it's like he he's if you're blessed by Santa as an elf, especially that Santa. Yeah, and I mean, he knows. It's not like he's delusional. If he was delusional. I would have take umbrage with a pick like this, but he's not delusional. He knows he knows that he's an adopted human, right? And, and but he was raised by elves. He he gets Santa it. Santa himself says you're more elf than anyone. But else. he does. He is infused with elf magic from growing up in the North Pole because he builds all those. He could snowballs. throw snowballs like a machine yeah, gun. Yeah, exactly. And there's there's a <laughs> yeah no. There's a lot of elf magic. Like he he only needs a few hours of sleep. He can totally run on like sugar and candy without getting diabetes. I mean, he has elf magic in him. Yeah, he can decorate. absolutely has yeah. elf magic mm-hmm. in him. Yeah, he can decorate for Christmas. In Thank like you an for hour. making my point. So that's right. Decorate everything in an hour. But he's a giant human. Oh, so, see, Mikey's going. <laughs> but Mikey's, like, see, I like. I like, whoa, whoa, I like whoa, I, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I will take a lot of crap from some people at this table. We're not really about about people. <laughs> Staying inside the box of the actual thing that we're going for. You are not that person, yeah, cause, sir. Because you picked a human for a reindeer. You should have picked a reindeer for an elf is what I was going for. That's, no, that was my... No, my uh, there are no dispute reindeer with, for I, I mean, I was, I was doing devil's advocate, but I love elf so much, I can't even stay there. You yeah. can't even stay there. I can't there. do it. You're on my side. Yeah, it's impossible. But I do like, like your question of what would like what would be the requirements for Christmas elf because obviously right. like a human can get in there with if they're specially blessed and get the powers. Yeah. But like I, I don't remember does that give Will Ferrell pointy ears? I don't. I mean, I can't is it, recall is it what his ear looked like. Being an elf, being the spirit of Christmas, and and being yeah. a a cog in the capitalist machine that it. Oh wait, no, that's a whole different property. Sorry, <laughs> that's John Lithgow's Christmas. <laughs> No, I like it because I uh, actually thinking about it. I think Dudley Moore is technically human in that too. Like, I mean, really, he's a head elf, but like they don't give him any. There's nothing elfin about him. Well, I would say Dudley Moore is pretty elfin. <laughs> I true. think that's why Scott went with the Martin Short comparison because if you said like, uh, yeah, if, short, if yeah. you were like, is Martin Short an elf? I'd be like, yeah, probably. He's a little guy. Yeah, and Dudley Moore falls into that category too. Okay, fair enough. There's some people that there is that that adjective elfin. That you put on people. That's, yeah. yeah. Deadly Moore definitely fits in it. Mm-hmm. But Will Ferrell is a giant one. I love it. And he's scared of the toys when he's making them. Yes, he is. And he's uh, terrible at it, too. <laughs> but he's great at singing. I love this. He's, 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 he, so he, he got, he got put where the special elves get. <laughs> <laughs> You're special. I like when they're trying. I'm a cotton-headed in ninny muggets, and then they start going like, uh, "You have special skills, 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 skills." <laughs> you know, and they start being like, "Oh, you're the only one who can reach the smoke alarm." <laughs> and in another six months, you're gonna have to change the batteries again. It's just so funny. Oh my gosh, positivity! That, that movie's the best. I, I I had to go with it. I yeah. couldn't could not pass it up. I mean, John Favreau, right? Come mm-hmm. on, absolutely. Well, there's something about that guy. 
But he's, who knew? Like, I mean, that movie is one of our leaders. Yeah, yeah. And that movie is good, but like, we aren't alone in that movie being a new Christmas right. phenomenon. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's it's cool that that one's one of the ones that just got caught with the magic. Yes, it's fused with Christmas magic. Now, but, speaking of elves who might actually be humans, but we no, we're not sure. Yes, this is this is in the the fandom. Speaks of this, okay? Because I am Christmas fandom. Yeah, I am. I am going there. I I am going to 1964 television. Nice special stop motion animation. Rankin and Bass. We've all everyone seen it, of course. The Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, Rankin and Bass, Hermie the Elf, the Elf who wants to be a dentist, Hermie the Misfit Elf, and. A lot of people think that he's human, and that's kind of where the the also because Elf is highly inspired by that Rankin and Bass Elf the movie. Of course, yeah, they even um, make an appearance at the beginning yeah. when he's and, and they do similar animation. Yeah. Hermie does has rounded ears; he doesn't have pointy ears like that's the rest true. of the elves. And he's not very good at being an elf. Why he's a misfit elf, and he wants to be a dentist. Who wants he to be a dentist? He doesn't want to build toys. But Hermie has always been my favorite character in this. The only, like I said. Rudolph annoys me. I, he annoys me. Uh, that high pitched voice, and he's just causing all kinds of problems. And he's like, he has that like, oh, I'm gonna take my ball and go home. He, he has, has that whole no atti- self awareness. Yeah, he has that whole attitude, and just he's ah, uh, God, uh, he, a, where's the ambulance, yeah, Rudolph? Yeah. So the only the only reason but I my nose is bright. And what, uh, the only reason I watch it is to see Hermie and Yukon Cornelius. Because that is a team right there. Hermie and Yukon Cornelius. That's it. I mean, that's the team that takes down the abominable snow monster. The, that thing was scary when I was a kid. Still scary. Oh, hell yeah. Still scary. And but 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 their powers combined. Like Rudolph, you know what Rudolph is? Rudolph's like how people complain about Harry Potter and the Harry Potters. Things just happen to him. Yeah, yeah. And he just kind of like just and everyone else around them is the capable ones. That's it. So we're talking about, you know, like Yukon Cornelius and Hermie the Elf or the Hermione and Ron <laughs> of the story. They're the ones who figure out the how to get the abominable swim monster so he can rescue his family, right? That's where his family was. There you go. Um, and they knock out that abominable snow monster. Yukon Cornelius knocks him out and Hermie gets to... Uh, Man, how much good practice was that? I don't know if he'd ever extracted a tooth before, but he extracted a giant mouthful of teeth. No, that just that's that means that his passion for wanting to be a dentist is his true purpose. Right. Yeah. Because he can he has the natural like I mm-hmm. got it. Yeah. yeah. And the you know, and he's a misfit. <laughs> he's one you got to love him. Everyone's a little misfit and he's the misfit elf. Mhm. And can I just say one thing about this this show? Absolutely. Other than that Rudolph is whiny and it's annoying. Is that 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 weird <laughs> it's always been weird to me cuz I just resaw this again when they they showed over like usually the Thanksgiving weekend so I just rewatched it. I I listening to you talk, TV. I need to give it a rewatch. I think it's I just been, been too long. The that that the Island of the Misfit Toys, mm-hmm. like the king of it is that that winged lion. With the crown? Yeah. That thing is creepy looking. To and me. then there's a creepy jack in the box too bouncing around. Yeah, right? I don't I don't mind that that's a he's not a jack in the box. He's a he's a Charlie in the Charlie box. Charlie in the box, that's what it is. Nobody wants that's to play Charlie with a Charlie, Charlie in a box. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. Scott. Me included. Sorry, Charlie. <laughs> but yeah, the winged lion. It's 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 such like everything that <laughs> everything else that's going on in there is kind of like fits into like Christmas dumb. <laughs> 
and then chimera (laughs) that's what yeah it's so it's so bizarre to me it's like okay yukon cornelius i get it you know they're in the arctic and he's like the guy looking for gold that makes sense and there's an abominable snow monster that makes sense sense. and toys that no one wants and then it's like here's our king the chimera you know it's like and he looks so like he's gonna he could eat rudolph at any moment Oh, so much of like 60s, 70s, 80s bad guys were truly terrifying. I'm going to be the assuming Positron, though. But that makes sense because he he shouldn't fit in the movie if he's the ultimate misfit. Oh, wow. Yeah. Take that. Ha ha. Wow. Who knew Rankin and Bass? No, that doesn't make any sense. I'm with Kevin on this. Why is there a chimera in charge? It's very weird. Um, But I tried. But Hermie's great. And then after all that practice, he goes back to Christmas Town and they let him open up his little dentist shop. And what's that? Because even elves have teeth. Yeah, even elves have teeth. They have to take care of their teeth. And they eat so much candy. I was going to say, that's that's an easy hustle. I know. That business that never ends. The fact that Santa never had dental i mean jeez louise is he running a sweatshop over there 2023 santa yeah 1967 they had dental plans oh yeah 1964 64 oh yeah maybe that was the problem yeah (laughs) that's why that's why he had such aspirations to be a dentist they were in such need man (laughs) he was filling a large gap no hermy's great though and Yukon had red hair, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That totally makes him Ron Weasley in your yeah, yeah. A- absolutely wonderful metaphor. Yeah. I love it. Uh, so my Santa's from Harry Potter. No, it's okay. Is there a Santa? No. All there, right. Okay, when I was looking up Santa's, like I pretty much knew which Santa I wanted to take, but I thought it'd be fun just to like look at all the Santas that yeah, have yeah. existed sure. in, in fandom. And I totally like, like I, I was, Santa appears in crazy places and I totally forgot that there's, Santa is in like the Chronicles of Narnia. <laughs> yes, he is. Santa's in there. A real classy looking Santa. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. Saint Nick, I believe he yeah, is. Yeah, Saint Nick. I totally forgot about that Santa. Well, so um, is God. Aslan. Do we want to do honorable mentions of Santa before we go on? Sure. Sure. I like it. My honorable mention of Santa, I almost picked it. The, talk about a movie that I think is terrible. But if it wasn't for Santa yeah. in this movie, and that was David Harbour playing Santa in, <laughs> in that, Silent Night, in that Silent Night action Never saw movie, it. it's not it's not a good movie. Uh, because the, and mainly it's not a good movie because it doesn't know what it wants to be. Yeah, it it has that problem. It doesn't know if it wants to be a comedy action movie or a horror ac- horror action movie. It's it's very. It, it, it's very unbalanced, yep. but David Harbor as like the Santa that's too old for this S <laughs> is really good. He is and very compelling. He, yes, he's very good in it. Uh, but that would be my honorable mention for Santa. I like it. Uh, my honorable mention would have been it's from Santa Claus the movie because oh, how Santa can Claus? I yeah. do that? But how I our rule is we can't pick from the same property yeah, twice. Uh-huh. So I figured Dougley Moore was the more fun one. But here's a fun tidbit for Scotty. Uh, in Santa Claus the movie, Santa Claus is played by David Huddleston, who is actually... We know David Huddleston. He plays the Big Lebowski in The Big Lebowski. The Big Lebowski, oh, wow. that's right. That's I just right. learned that re- doing research for this, because I was like, Big Lebowski? And I was like, what a fun tidbit. My favorite Santa Claus is The Big Lebowski. But No kidding. Yeah, that's, well, I couldn't pick him. He's the honorable mention because it's the same property. But when I think of, when I have that visual of like childhood Santa Claus, it's that dude's face. Do you have an honorable mention? Uh, yeah, I would go uh, Willie, uh, Billy Bob's Thornton character in <laughs> That's such Bad a bad Santa. Santa. 
because he is iconic for being yeah. the anti-Santa. Yeah. You know, with these... He's at the pinball machine, and his beard is around his neck, yeah. and his face is all, like, stained with chocolate spit. You sit on a throne of lies. You it's, smell like whiskey. When, man, when, when Billy Bob hits it out of the park, he hits it out of he the does. park. And that's one of, his, that's one of his home runs. I would that, agree. That movie's great. I would absolutely agree with that. And his little young, innocent child sidekick. That movie, that movie has a lot of good things going for it. <laughs> Yeah, it's really good. All right, so Kevin, I think it's your turn to go first. All and right. And give us your favorite Santa. Yeah, my, yeah. My favorite Santa, it's kind of schmarmy, but in, uh, like I was going through him, and I, he, he comes to mind first. And this movie that he's in is, I think it's starting to become a classic now as people get older. <laughs> and this movie has, it, it shouldn't be as good as it is, and I shouldn't enjoy it as much as I do, but I do. I can't help it. It didn't come out when I was a kid. I was already like 20 or something by then. I think that means but, that love is more genuine. But I'm picking Scott Calvin, the guy who didn't really want to be Santa in the Santa Claus, but only in 1994 Santa Claus because they should have never made sequels. They waited like eight years to make a sequel. Yeah. And that, it, that's Disney. And I think they made like three sequels. Yes, that's Disney doing its thing yeah. of like, let's squeeze this camel until it has no more water in it anymore. <laughs> and just, I it, like, it. the one thing I love about Favreau, this is why Favreau is our leader, is like, they're like, you should do Elf too. And he's like, no. He, he knows. That's lightning in a done. bottle. Yeah. You ruin it. And so... I'm saying that just this movie by itself, forget all about all the rest of this movie, is a very tight, nice, fun little family Christmas movie that starts with Santa dying. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you see his feet. Like, you see it happen. Like, you don't yeah. see his face. But oh, you see- yeah. Oh, yeah. It starts with a major downer. <laughs> totally. But, I mean, it's got so much go. I love, I think about this movie all the time, and then I have to watch it. I think about how he's like he messes up dinner, so he has to go to the like, the Denny's or whatever. And there's all the other like divorced dads in there. One <laughs> like they got everyone's got like wounds and stuff from trying to cook. It's so funny. It is really funny. Uh, yeah, it's 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 hilarious, and I I just love how it's the Santa Claus. He it says you put on this jacket, you're gonna be Santa now. And he's like, well, here, here I go. And I just, and he's like, wow, that was a crazy, I love the, it's a crazy dream. He thinks he had a crazy dream. Yeah. And his kid's like, no, you were Santa. And he's like, he's like, okay, that's weird. But I just love how he like starts gaining weight and he can't stop eating cookies. I just love the, I love the, he shaves and it comes right back. <laughs> I love him working out. I mean, <laughs> oh yeah. When he gets arrested by the cops and they're asking him what is, I mean, Tim Allen. There's a lot it, of bits in here, yeah. This was like Tim Allen at the height of his powers. This is this is uh, this is Toy Story era. This is Home Improvement era. Yep. Like '94 is like Tim Allen at like the, his ball of fires are burning bright. Har, 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 har. Yeah, the height and, of his powers. And you can tell in this, it's it's great. You just and you you gotta love like it, there's there's so much more. It, it, it reminds even though it's a '94 movie, it's got that kind of like. 
eighties kind of a John Hughes movie yeah, feel yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's like it's silly, it's goofy, it has odd things happening in it, but there's this underlying very seriousness, the the divorced dad dealing with his wife that he still kind of he still loves, yeah, but yeah. she's kind of done with it. And new stepdad who's all touchy feely and you know <laughs> weird, yeah. And very different and But for both Elf and the Santa Claus for as silly as both of those are, both of them are held together by that really strong emotional core, right? That, that resonates. And every time I watch it, I'm like, I'm like, man, this is way better than it should be. <laughs> I think only one though. I'm with you. Yeah, only one. It goes off the rails and gets too crazy. But I, I really love that. Is it makes me laugh when you say that? It's really funny. I have to admit, I I remember seeing it and I saw it when it came out. Yep. Yeah, but I just think it resonated with me. And I, I just, maybe kind of a blind spot. Uh, maybe you should watch it again and see what you think, because it's I, I felt the same way. Like I, I saw it when it came out ish and then just on TV and I'm watching. And I'm like, I'm sitting there watching it going like, oh, this is this shouldn't be as good as it is. <laughs> I, I don't know why I'm liking this. Why am I liking this? It, it was that same thing. So I wonder what you would think if you watched it. All right. And I will, we'll give it a try. We'll and it'll try again. And it also gets honorable mention for another head elf and Bernard in that oh, movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, he's a great head elf. Yeah, the guy from 10 Things I Hate About You. I wish yeah. I could remember his name, but he's great. And he's the only one who's not a kid. They do the thing where the elves are kids. Yeah, but he's he's he looks like a tall kid, but he's he's an adult. <laughs> then there's that funny thing where, where like, the, there's that one elf, the elf girl, like, she's like the head elf girl. Yes. And, and, and she's like, she's like, I have a boyfriend. And, you know, and <laughs> he thinks, he thinks she's, and then, and he's like, aren't you a child? She's like, I'm like 150 years old. It's, it's really funny. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't work out the way you think it does. Yeah. Hilarious. That's a great Santa, though. Yeah. So I want Tim Allen to be in the, in, I want Tim, I want Tim Allen to be in the sleigh. Next to him is Hermie the Elf going like, can I just go run my dental practice, Santa? <laughs> With Sven pulling it. I didn't sign up for this. Sven loves it, though. He yeah. gets to be the star. He yeah. loves that. All right. So I, too, will dip back into the 90s mm-hmm. for my favorite Santa Claus. Or oh, shall yeah. I say Santa Claus? Santa Claus. Because my choice for my Santa is none other than Jack Skellington. Oh, the Pumpkin King. The the Pumpkin King himself, voiced by the man, Danny Elfman. And they call him Sandy Claus. Um, I'm glad you didn't put the Santa that's in that, because that is a weird-looking Santa. It is a weird-looking, bell-shaped Santa. Uh, No, it's... To me, I think Nightmare Before Christmas is not a Halloween movie. It is a Christmas movie, mm-hmm. although it can serve in both places. Yeah, I would not take it away if you wanted to say it was a uh, a Halloween movie, it's a hybrid movie. It really is, and that's part of its charm. Yeah, it. I think it does uh, such a fun way, and he he wants to be something new, and he wants to try Christmas, but he just. Just doesn't quite get it. It makes Christmas cool for goths. That's right. <laughs> goth. It's a gothy Christmas. Oh yeah, absolutely. Tim Burton all day, being one of the producers on it and helping be part part of the creative creative team behind it. Yep. Uh, I think it's got such a great aesthetic. It's such a great looking movie. Every time I watch that movie, just the the detail that are in each character model. 
Uh, I just can't get enough of it. I love Jack Skellington. I love his songs. I love his way he moves. And it is magical because, yes, it's an easy narrative hook, but as the audience, you get to learn what's magical about Christmas because Jack Skellington doesn't know. Yeah. But instead of being the goth kid that's like, bah humbug, Christmas is too bright. He's like, what's, what's this? this? What's, what's this? this? <laughs> he, he embraces it. He's like, this is all mysterious. And because he already loves like decapitated heads and worms under trees, you know, he already loves the bad stuff. Mm-hmm. He's, he's game for whatever new weird stuff. It just happens to be that the weird stuff is, you know. Magical Absolutely. thoughts and bright lights and presents wrapped carefully under trees. It's kind yeah. of a wonderful mix of Rankin and Bass because it's stop motion with like the Grinch with that like whole like I don't understand exactly what this is. That's it. It's like a mix of those things put into a Tim Burton package and then bloop, you got this Christmas classic or right. Halloween classic or holiday classic. All of the above. It's a fantastic movie. One of my favorites. I'll watch it here in the next couple of weeks. Hope you will, too. Yeah, yeah. Jack Skellington. And it, it's cool that you can do double-duty holiday work with that movie. Absolutely, you can. <laughs> Who doesn't want to go to Thanksgiving? I love the I love the scenes where they're getting Jack's presents. The kids are getting Jack's presents. Yeah, and they're like, what? And it's like what? the shrunken. Like he eating. pulls out the head out of the... <laughs> eating people. Oh, okay. Then on a the technicality. worm. I know, I know our technicalities are arbitrary and uh, combative, but Jack Skellington technically ruins Christmas as Santa Claus. But he didn't mean to. True. He didn't mean to. So then I would argue you're doing a good service by giving him his second chance at Give Christmas. Give him a second yeah. chance. As long as Zero comes along, because Zero is key. You know, ghost Zero, dog. Zero got some play uh, as far as a reindeer yep. goes, but I know I can only pick one from each property. So. That's true. Yeah. No, no then, doubling up. Again, He's the, the friendly dog. So, you know, wow, there's always the that is a trope there, isn't it? You have that you have the dog bias. You were going for the Grinch dog and now Jack Skellington. Now dog. Jack Skellington's dog. It's true. But yes, Jack Skellington as Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Would be awesome. That's, That's a great right. pick. Um, but I, I was hoping I would get to go last on this one because I'm Ooh. going going silly. Wait, wait, hold on. Yeah, hold you on. You're going to make a silly pick. Just now. Silly oh than Ben Affleck? Has that ever happened before? Yeah, if no. you thought Ben Affleck was bad, oh, just wait. Just <laughs> you wait. No, so my honorable mention was going to be David Huddleston from Santa Claus. Yeah. He, he's legit. He's got the bowl full of jelly. He's got the jolly red cheeks. I'm pretty sure that's his real beard. Don't quote me on that, but it looks looks authentic. But I was thinking we're saving Christmas and we're building a crew. Like That's what we do on this podcast. Mm-hmm. We're building a crew to accomplish something. And for me, it was saving Christmas. And so why pick one Santa when I can pick a whole bunch of Santas? So I'm taking the entire squad of Santas from Jingle All the Way. This includes the bodybuilder Santa, the little person Santa, the uh, uh, the Artie Lang Santa, <laughs> like the crazy, yeah, the New York, the, the ringleader of the bootleg operation Santa, all of them. Wait, 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 wait. You're picking six no, no picking, this is like 30 Santas. Like 30 Santas. He's picking, you're picking 30 Santas. He's factory. picking a crime syndicate of Santas. Yeah. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Kevin, we need to convene. Let's talk. <laughs> Listen. We give him a lot of flack. Yeah, we do. Really, he really... And that's part of his charm. He goes outside the box, but come mm-hmm. on. You were supposed to pick... It wasn't Santas. Yeah. It was Santa. Uh-huh. Are we going to allow this? Well, I mean, he can pick one of those Santas if you want to make him. Do you want to make him? 
He'd, he'll pick the bodybuilder. <laughs> you'll pick the bodybuilder Santa. All right, so you want a squad of Santas. I, yeah, but Kevin nailed it better. It, it is a crime syndicate of Santas because they are definitely running an operation in that movie. We've talked about Jingle on the Way on the podcast. We did a assum- uh, reassumption of it, and that was a great time. But one of the <laughs> highlights of that movie is this little Arnold stumbles into this warehouse of Santa Claus, and they're making all these bootleg toys, but it's not just like... It's not the mall Santas. It's not the guys you would see lined up to audition. It's this most ragtag group of New York thugs. And it's like, hey, put on this outfit while we make these toys that are bootleg. And it's just, it's ridiculous in an already ridiculous movie. And, but if you need to save Christmas, you need a lot of Santas. It, he's a magical being in, in real life. But, you know, you got 30 of them, you're going to get the job done a little better. Get those presents delivered a little quicker. <laughs> <laughs> Scott's in the, he's in the, he's Scott just shaking up. his head in disbelief. Uh, <laughs> I accept it. I mean, still picking. I it mean, at, at, at some point, Kevin, we got to rein him in, or he's he's just going to get further well, and that's further. That's part off of the, the charm. That's why people listen to see what what, the, what kind of crazy roads Mikey oh, rolls off geez. onto. And Kevin predicted it. it would totally be bodybuilder Santa. It would. If you had to pick one, it'd be bodybuilder Santa. Yeah. Just for, it's gonna be walking next to me. That's the hilarious bit. Like, what's that guy doing with giant Santa? Be like, he's my best friend. I summoned him on a podcast, and he hasn't gone home yet. Squad O Santas. That's who you're going with. Yeah, because you guys did the great job. How can I beat Jack Skellington and and Scott Calvin, Tim Allen? Those those are classic all time. Those would those are the ones I was considering. Ed, Ed Asner. He's been yeah. Santa. He From did Elf. a great job. Yeah. No, David Huddleston fills that role. If we're going like, who is like the wholesome Santa for you? That's David Huddleston. But I can't pick from the same property. I love Ed Asner. It's like he's like he's like you might find gum. It's not free candy. He, yeah, he does it have... says peep shows. Yeah. It doesn't mean they're going to let you look at presents. He's the grumpy grandpa that's being real nice to his favorite grandchild yeah. in that movie. It's it's awesome. It's like Ed Asner. No, you can't be that nice. It's true. Um, okay, are, are we gonna do? We have time to do our special, our special extra. We can, yeah. Let's go. Uh, special extra. The spe- special extra was to pick a Scrooge. I love it. Pick a Christmas your surprise. Scrooge. Here's some Listen, coal in your stocking. Just so y'all know, I'm not available to be your favorite Scrooge. Okay. <laughs> I mean, although that is a role I am apt to play. Don't pick me as your favorite Scrooge. Okay. I don't want you to get outside the box on this one. You go ahead and go, Scott. Oh, this is super easy for me. It's one of my, if not my favorite Christmas movie, Bill Effing Murray. Can you say that? (laughs) Bill Murray Scrooge. Yeah. Uh, It is a fantastic retelling of the tale Mm -hmm. uh, with all of the Bill Murray panache that you would expect from Bill Panache. Scrooged. (laughs) Panache is such a cockamamie word. Why are you using that, Scotty? <laughs> Way more relevant than cockamamie, okay? Okay, fair enough. <laughs> no, but you're, you are correct on all counts. Bill Murray does crush it in that movie. Absolutely. It's so weird. It is. It's like they, they did it with Batman in the 90s. It's like, let's make it dark and quirky. And it's like, hey, let's make Christmas dark and quirky. And we got Scrooge, and we're the better for it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mikey, who's your favorite? A Scrooge. My Scrooge uh, goes to Mickey's Christmas Carol, and it's Ebenezer Scrooge as played by Scrooge McDuck. Uh. <laughs> so double Scrooge, which means he's extra Scroogey. Is that 
Wait, is that where he was introduced as Scrooge? Is that I, I believe that was the initial yeah, introduction yeah. of Scrooge So that's why he McDuck. is Scrooge McDuck. And then they turned it into the, the penny-pinching actual like Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. The mm-hmm. DuckTales. And- but yeah, that's he, that's because he did a great turn as Ebenezer himself. Ah. He did indeed. That's where it and started. And Mickey Christmas Carol, like that is, that's sense memory movie mm-hmm. for me. Like I, I'm sure I saw it without even being aware of it and then continued to watch it many years after. Hey, Pluto. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's such a that's such a good Mickey, but yeah, I'm going with Scrooge, old old Scrooge himself, Scrooge McDuck, um, and you, Kevin. Who was your favorite Scrooge? Now I am a connoisseur of I like Charles Dickens stuff, and I like I re- actually read his like books. I have a volume of Charles Dickens books. I thought for a second you were going to say, <laughs> well, I just I like it. I like Charles Dickens writing, um, but so I, I I do like I've watched I think every single version of Christmas Carol, and I have chosen that my favorite Scrooge, and I will die on this hill, is the Patrick Stewart version of Scrooge, and that was in like some TNT movie I think from the. Like late nineties, early two thousand. Jean Luc Picard. Yeah, and I had like I have it on DVD, and I had to go through like crazy eBay like channels to get it on DVD. It's not out there. It's not really well known. Did you get on the dark web? So no, I didn't have to get on the dark web. You can you can usually find it streaming in various places. It changes. So I was just sometimes I was afraid I would never be able to find it. So I went and sought out the DVD because it was a TNT like. It was on cable. Yeah, it, yeah. It was a cable made for right. TV cable movie. But for my money, Patrick Stewart has that beautiful ability to be menacing and scary and grumpy. And then when the turn goes to um, light and happy, Patrick Stewart has the gravitas to do that. Some other actors don't always seem to pull it off as well. They either seem too nice from the beginning, like you can see the turn, yeah. or they're... Jim Carrey, (laughs) or they just, or they just, or seem grumpy the whole time. Like that George C. Scott one that's popular. He always seems grumpy. So even when he turns nice, he doesn't really seem that nice. (laughs) Did I hear there was like a Ryan Reynolds version of it recently? Oh, I don't know. Like 2018 or so. Well, me. He's too sweet to ever be grumpy. I don't remember seeing the Ryan Reynolds version. Maybe I don't know. I kind of like stopped with the <laughs> with, the, with Patrick Stewart. Patrick you were Stewart done. One. It's it's a really good one. It's it's very close to the actual story. Mm-hmm. It holds fairly true to it. Uh, it's got some wonky '90s like Wishbone era graphics in it, so yeah. <laughs> you have to forgive it for that. But uh, as a story and telling the story, it's really good, and I just love seeing Patrick Stewart play that role. Make it ho, ho, ho. And <laughs> <laughs> with oh, that. It's all downhill from there. I don't think it gets yeah, any no, better than that, that, ladies uh, and gentlemen. Yeah. Um, hey, so I think our uh, Christmas-themed pizza is here. Is it a gingerbread pizza? Yeah. Yeah. Gingerbread pizza. Could it be pizza with, like, little uh, Christmas cakes on the top? There you oh, go. Wow. The little Debbie Christmas cake. Sugar plums a, and... Uh, do they make a They make cookie... Wait, they make Christmas trees. Little Sugar Debbie's. plum pizza. I have a question. I just thought of this right now. This doesn't really have anything to do with it, but it, you know those giant cookie cakes? Cookie pizza. Yeah, that's kind of a pizza, not a cake, really. Could be pizza cut. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Cookie pizza for Christmas pizza. But pizza I'm saying, can cut. you make one out of gingerbread? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you could. Cookie yeah. pizza. I want a gingerbread pizza. 
Right. And then we'll go ask them to put pizza toppings on it. And they're going to be like, get out. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, uh, can you put some pineapple on there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That would actually be good on gingerbread. <laughs> so you guys know what, who we think are the best Santa and Elf and Reindeer and Scrooge. It's our Christmas cruise. Uh, we want you to tell us who your favorites are. Yeah. Uh, you can hit us up on all the social medias at AssumingPod. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, and that other one. Uh, Formerly also, known as X. Also threads. You can also send us a Gmail, assumingpositions at gmail.com. Okay. Hey, Scott, how do you want the Gmail formatted? Well, I think uh, it would be charming to get a drunken Dudley Moore rant. Hey! As you <laughs> send us the email in drunken Dudley Moore speech. I can't do it. I'm yeah. sounding like Carrie Carrie. I know he has that crazy laugh. I was like, ha! Something like that. But for his for as drunken and British as he is, he does have a very distinct it's hard to do a Dudley Moore. Yeah. But yeah. No, you do it great, sir. You're gonna have to work on that next episode. <laughs> it's Kermit. Merry it's, Christmas. She, she is shaking his hands around like Kermit. Happy holiday. Uh, uh, if you like what we are doing here, and uh I gotta tell you guys, podcasting ain't free. Uh, if you want to help us out, bring positivity into fandom, you can buy us a coffee. Buymeacoffee.com slash assuming pod. Yeah. Get us a present. We'll use it for good. Yeah. Uh, Hazel, hazelnut sugar plum coffee. Yeah. We, oh, wow. Delicious. <laughs> uh, we want to thank you guys for listening. You're the best positrons that ever were. Uh, we also want to thank that guy, Brad, for doing our announcing. Not Scott Productions for our equipment and being on mic today. Good to be with you. And Jazzar for our music. We hope you guys have a very good holiday, whichever one you celebrate. Uh, we hope you have a great one. Spend some time with your family. Have a lot of fun. Uh, and giving is just as good as getting. That's it. Have a happy Festivus. Festivus for the rest of us. Are you going to be dressing up your dogs in Halloween costumes this year? <laughs> dogs don't wear clothes, Mikey. No, you will never see clothes on any of my dogs. Hilarious. Because dogs don't like... That's one of the best parts about being a dog. You get to be naked all the damn time. <laughs> I found a new button on Scotty. I'm buying them all dog clothes for Christmas. Clothes on dogs? I will fight. You try to put... Try to put... Clothes on my dogs? No, they won't like it. They're dogs. <laughs> there was one exception. Y'all remember that really old kind of fat pit bull we had, mm. Lily? Oh, yeah, yeah. During during Texas no apocalypse, we put a jacket on her, right? <laughs> yeah, she had like a little R two D two sweater. Wouldn't let us take it off of her, but she was a really thin haired dog. And yeah, no one wants dogs. Don't want to wear clothes. <laughs> and if I were a dog, you put clothes on me, I'd bite you.